thank you, everybody. I know it's been a, a, a while, but I just want to say welcome, welcome, welcome to my first ever podcast. And, and I hope that this is a long series and that everybody grows spiritually and that we learn things. And I, for one, am quite ready for the journey. My first guest is Diane Morgan. Diane Morgan, let me just tell you, uh, I had the pleasure of going with my son to see um, psychic medium John Edward. And if you don't know him, he used to have a show called Crossing Over, but he's, he's a thousand percent the most legit guy I've ever seen. I always approach things uh, with a curious eye and and so did my son. My son said, my God, what does my mother drag me to now? And uh, went, uh, went to it, and there's no assigned seating. There's no secret microphones. There's, there's absolutely no way that he's getting information. It's open seating. He doesn't know who he's talking to. Anyway, so we are enjoying this just absolute mind-blowing uh, presentation of his and he's reading the audience and uh on the way up to the ballroom uh my son and I uh were in the elevator with two women that um just were uh very cool older ladies that um just you can tell they were old hippies and they were the coolest things. And my son looked at me and he said, I want to be like that when I get older. <laughs> I said, I said, me too. I think I'm already there actually. But uh, anyway, we just had a, a really good vibe from them. So back to the reading, John Edwards working the room and he comes upon the very people that we met in the elevator to which one was Diane Morgan. And he reads her friend, and then he turns to her, and the first thing he says is, and you know, you definitely have skills. You definitely are in tune with them. And so he went on to read her, but I thought, my goodness, here this lady is, a fellow Texan, and she's got all of these skills. I, I wanted to meet her so, so badly. So uh, after the shindig was over, I told my son, run, we've got to, we've got to go get that lady's information. And uh, so we went over and of course it was a crowd of, you know, and my son wasn't getting the urgency. So anyway, we, we lost, we lost her in the crowd. So he says, well, mom, I'm going to run to the restroom. I said, okay, well, so I'm standing in front of the restrooms with lots of people milling around and guess who came out of the restroom? That's right. My first guest, Diane Morgan. And so we just had a nice visit, and since then, uh, we've become friends, and uh, she is truly, truly gifted, and it is my pleasure, and I hope that wasn't too long of an intro. Uh, Diane, are you, are you with us today? I am here. The old hippie's here. The old hippie? <laughs> I love that. I love that. I, um, prefer, I prefer the new term. We're bohemian now. Oh, you, you are so right. You are so right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, when you um, say hippie, you're telling our ages. So. I know it. I know it. I know it. Well, you know, 
I, I don't know. I, I lived through the seventies. So I, yeah, I feel me like too. that's a badge. That's a badge of honor, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. You're right. You're absolutely right. I lived through the seventies too. And, uh, you know, <laughs> baby but oil, I had, uh, uh, sunburns. And exactly. Exactly. Right in the back of the pickup truck. You, you know, know it. Sunbathing you know in your yard. Uh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, well, so thank Diane, you. Thank you. Diane, it's a pleasure so to be much. here. It's, I, I'm just so excited to have you as my first guest. Diane, oh, I'm can excited. You tell, can you tell uh, just briefly your uh, bohemian, intuitive, metaphysical resume for our listeners? <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, if you hadn't guessed it, I am an old Texas gal. Uh, I'm originally from Houston, and I moved to the central Texas area outside of San Antonio back in 2001. Uh, what else? I have four beautiful children, three living, and nine grandchildren, uh, eight living, seven grandsons, and one granddaughter. Um, the angels have called me. I work with the angels, and they've called me a mystic intuitive healer. So my, my mission is helping others heal mind, body, emotions, and spirit to help others return to the unity of love with the divine. Uh, my business is Angel Navigation, and I was founded through my connection with the archangels. So I'm a metaphysician. I'm a mystic intuitive seeker. Uh, I'm clericognant, which means I hear spirit inside my head. Uh, clairsentient because I feel spirit and clairvoyant healer because spirit shows me images uh, in my third eye. So yeah, I'm just a spiritual communicator and for short, uh, a spiritual and angel practitioner. You know, I, I do mediumship, I do a lot of energy work and Maybe things Gretchen doesn't know. Uh, I also do spirit releases of land and property. Uh, mm. I remove attachments with the help from the angels uh, and send spirits to the light. And I'm a published author, a radio host on Unite in the Light Network. Uh, so just an all-round spiritual coach, teacher, advisor wow. for all ages. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, I heard a lot of... Yeah, new new information, and uh, you know, wow. So, Diane, um, do you when when did you become in touch with with your angels? What, well, I've that... always heard voices in my head since I was a child, mm-hmm. um, and my parents told me they were imaginary friends, uh, okay. which I have come to understand that. You know, they are our imaginary friends because people can't see them, mm-hmm. uh, only the person that they're interacting with. So I became to understand on my journey that these were always my guardian angels talking to me. So, you know, uh, when my mother transcended was the first time I literally knew that I heard someone from the other realm and it was my mother talking to me. Oh, wow. And, uh, can I ask yeah. a dumb question? Did it actually, uh, did the voice actually sound like hers? Or? The voice was in my head and mm-hmm. it actually sounded like my mother. Oh, I, wow. was, mm-hmm. I had actually come across a little music box that she had given me years mm-hmm. back for Christmas that um, 
-hmm. it said, always my daughter, now to my friend. And I was sitting there looking at it and talking to her and telling her how much I missed her. And this was several months after she passed away, but not a year yet. And I heard her so clearly say, baby girl, I'm right here. And I started talking to her. And so, you know, I thought this was the coolest thing in the world. Everybody could hear their relatives, their loved ones, because I had yet not yet discovered the metaphysical world. I wasn't raised in that atmosphere. I Mm -hmm. mother, you know, my mother always told me that I had a gift that most wouldn't understand. So we didn't talk about it because, you know, I mean, think back hundreds of years ago, they burned witches at the stake. So (laughs) we're talking to spirit. So it was something that, that we just didn't talk about. Mm -hmm. And so it was, I still believe with through all my studies through the years that, Uh, that I'm now convinced that my mother and then a year and a half later, my younger brother transcended and I could hear him that they were part of my spiritual awakening. That was part of their life mission was to help me awaken and to hear Mm -hmm. them. And so for a couple of years, I lived in my own little world uh, because I was talking to my relatives, you know, (laughs) and I, I truly believed everybody could do this. So yes, yes. Um, I know what you mean. Um, I, I was, I've always, I've always been very drawn to anything paranormal, any, anything like that, uh, anything intuitive. And I always felt psychic. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, my reality was I thought everybody felt the same way. And it wasn't yeah. until I, I went to this, uh, maybe a future uh, person on my podcast. I went to her and she did um, your birth chart. And mm-hmm. she went over that. And, and, and she, told, she told me, well, my goodness, you're so psychic. You, she's like, she said, you could, put a, she, you could put a shingle up and start reading people. That's what mm-hmm. she told me. Yeah. But, yeah. I, but I, I thought, I thought. When she goes, have you ever felt like this? I said, I've always felt like that. But I thought my reality was I thought everybody felt like that. And everyone, so when I'd ask people and they'd like, no, I never thought that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, that was my reality through this experience. It was like, well, everybody, yeah, it was like, (laughs) I didn't really know about psychics or any, you know, in that genre. And so it was like. I thought everybody could hear their loved ones when they transcended. And how cool is this? Because they're not really gone. But it was through that experience that I realized it was my guardian angels I was hearing. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. one day I heard another voice and Mm -hmm. that began my journey with Archangel Michael Mm -hmm. and working with the archangels. And so then it was years of studying and, you know, anything and everything that I could get my hands on. I've studied, studied under Doreen Virtue. I studied under Diana Cooper. I've studied under Russell Forsythe. Uh, I've even taken, you know, a few classes here and there with Charles Virtue and uh, Melissa Virtue on dreaming because I have dreams that come true. And oh. so this this was all leading up to one day I was at a friend's and I hadn't come out of the spiritual closet. Right. <laughs> and they were talking about a retreat that they had been to. And the other lady that, which I didn't know at the time who has since become a very good friend of mine, 
she was telling us about this exercise they were doing. And she said, you know, they were telling us they wanted us to go out there and write, write down uh, a letter to spirit, you know, and she said, I go outside and I'm like, she's like, I didn't know what to write. I was sitting mm-hmm. there going, I don't know what to write. And I looked mm-hmm. at her because I'm hearing the angels in my head. Right. And I looked at her. I said, oh, so you needed to write what you needed to hear from the angels. She looked at me and said, how did you know that? Do you talk to the angels? And I went, uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Before I left, it was like, oh, my gosh, will you come here and do readings? And I was like, "Uh, yeah, before I even knew it it was coming out of my mouth. Yes, I would do that. And I'm driving home and I'm in my car and I'm talking to spirit. I'm talking to God, the divine. And I'm going, really, really, you want me to do this? really this is what you want me to do and I heard so clearly it's time to help them awaken Mm. and I took that as my mission my -hmm. life purpose from God so that's uh it wasn't long after that I started getting the messages that I was to teach and Mm -hmm. and you know I'm like I really don't think I know enough about it to teach it Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. but lo and behold uh Within months, I was holding my first class and 12 people showed up and I'm teaching about spirit and the angels and energy and then went on to having a dream about energy healing and the angels, you know, in my awakened state, uh, I say that they're going to keep nudging you uh, Mm. until you follow the guidance. So finally, one day I was sitting out with another friend and I said, okay, Angels are telling me that I need to do energy healing. And she's looking at me. She's like, okay. I said, I don't know what I'm doing, but they're not going to leave me alone. So I need a guinea pig. And she's like, all right, cool. So (laughs) (laughs) off we went and I started energy healing and then went on to take Reiki so that I could understand the principles of energy healing and then developed my own modality with the help of the archangels. So, you know, it's all been this like this one big ball just keeps rolling and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, one thing leads to the next. So, so that's you brought me to energy. Now, mm-hmm. everyone says um, everything has energy, mm-hmm. but I'm going to pose a dumb question. Okay. I see a tree. A tree has energy. A tree is alive. A tree bends and moves and dies and, you know, is, grows. And so that's clear. A tree has energy, but a, a chair has energy. How does that work? A chair. <clears throat> Well, in my perspective, the chair was originally a tree. Oh, okay. You know, I've always talked to inanimate objects and my kids would, you know, even growing up and then after I had children, before I started this journey, I would, uh, hello, Mr. Mailbox. And my kids would be like, mom, that mailbox can't talk to you. And I'm like, look, it has a wood post. It hears me. It knows. And so they're like, and that's just something you, know, you come in knowing so much, and then when you start your spiritual journey, all of that starts coming to surface, I guess you would say. And you know, that's what I wanted to talk about today was that everything in our universe is energy. You know, well, we learned it we learned it in science class that everything's energy. You, me, you know, your dog, your cat. So, so I let me ask you a question. 
do you believe that, well, if everything has energy, then certainly you believe like items, you know, like your grandfather's pocket watch or, you know, those, yes. those, those all have energy. Those too. hold the energy of that person. They really do. Unless well, they've as been a, cleared. As a thrifter. You come a lot of energy. <laughs> that's right. I don't know. Maybe I should start. I don't know. I, I, you know, doing something about all the stuff that I'm carrying into my house. <laughs> I once met a guy at the flea market and he told me that he collected old mirrors and clown pictures. I was like, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> I, yeah, I would definitely, uh, you know, do a little ritual to clear the energy off of it because, you know, these are all what we're talking about, what we see. Those are 3D dimensional energies, which are easier for us to see. And then the body, your body, it's dense energy. Mm-hmm. But there are the, the subtler energies beyond the physical body, you know, your electromagnetic field, or some people call it your aura, which is connected to the higher dimensions. Mm-hmm. Do and you see auras? No, I don't okay. see auras. I, I, I don't have, okay. Michael is telling me right now, do not say I don't have. I have not awakened that gift yet. And now he's clapping, going very good. So, uh, Because when you say I don't, I can't, I won't, you know, you're mm-hmm. affirming to the universe that's that's you don't want that. And so right. the universe says, OK, fine. You know, you're not going to have that. So yeah. but so far on my journey uh, no, I have not been, I'll say I have not been blessed yet to see auras. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't either. I definitely pick up when someone is full of light, mm-hmm. and, uh, just, you know, their energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't, I, I, that's something I would like to do. I would get, I would like to improve that. So maybe that's a workshop for us. There you go. There you go. So I didn't um, mean to change your. Oh, no, no, no. That, you're fine, honey. Uh, and really, you know, that's, that's just what I wanted to explain, that everything, is, you know, everything mm-hmm. in this realm is energy. It's 3D dense energy. Then we get to our aura and beyond that, which connects us to the higher dimensions, which is actually how we connect with spirit. So, so how would we apply this knowledge of energy to everyday life? Well, what I, you know, there's several exercises that I do in workshops uh, with people. And the first thing is to understanding that, that you have an energy field. And when I have people rub their hands together, which Mm -hmm. if you sit and rub your hands together, and I hope some of them out there listening will try this, um, and you rub your hands together, and this activates the nerve endings. And if you, you know, just continue to rub them together until you feel them tingling, and then if you lightly press your palms together and then slowly spread them apart, paying attention to the space between them, and you'll feel heat or tingling between your hands. You know, I like to say bounce the energy ball around that you've created Mm -hmm. where, you know, you just Mm -hmm. slightly bounce it back and forth. So this is an example of the energy around you. And so when you're working with energy, uh, one thing that I need to mention is you receive it in 
uh, with your non-dominant hand. So if you're left-handed, oh. it's going to be your right-handed. If you're right-handed, your left hand, vice versa. Mm-hmm. Because the energy is like, I'm right-handed, but I receive energy through my left hand. And generally, that's most the case with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also like to use a dousing rod example, how your thoughts project energy as well, which a lot of people don't think about that because, you know, your thoughts are also energy and the thought systems affects others. Um, yes, for sure. Okay. So just, just to back up, I know what a dowsing rod is in like Amish people that need to dig a well, right. They walk out into the same, field same. and they mm-hmm. have these two like rod things. Right. Right. And then they just walk out and I guess they open themselves up to the energy. Right. To let Mother earth show them the way I, I assume. And then they walk out and then, then where it crosses that's where the water's flowing underneath the surface of the land. And that's a good spot for the well. Did I explain that? Okay. So then how do you do that with, with the energy? How explain that? So I have, I, you know, I always ask for a volunteer and one person stands up and I'll stand across the room Uh and I start moving toward them with the dousing rods. Uh huh. Now the dousing rods. And they're apart. And they, yeah, they just start mm-hmm. moving, opening further and further apart. They just spread out as this person feels safe and happy and, you know, they're excited about what's going on. Uh-huh. So you see that they're in, their aura, their energy field is wide open. Oh, so then, okay. then I ask for another volunteer. Uh-huh. So I go to the other volunteer and I whisper in their ear to think something negative about the other person. <laughs> And of course, I usually get, I don't want to do that. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I tell them, you know, it could be that you don't like their hair. Uh, it's an ugly blouse. You don't like their shoes. And wow. they're just kind of like, I really don't want to do that. And I'm like, yeah. please, you know, for this experiment, it, it's all going to be all right. Let's, yeah. let's just do this. And so yeah. they're like, okay, uh, and I just, just an experiment. And I just want you to keep thinking the negative thought about the person. So then once we get that started, I start toward the person again with the dousing rods. And you see the dousing rods start closing up as I get closer and closer to the person. Hmm. Now, the first person doesn't know that I've told the other person what, to think negative thoughts. Uh-huh. But as I get closer, I ask him, how are you feeling? And I usually get an answer like, you know, the it feels really heavy in here or for some reason I'm really emotional right now or I'm really sad or, you know, I have this overwhelming blah that just came over me. And so this shows how our thoughts affect other people, even mm. someone you pass on the street that you might see and you might go, oh, those are ugly shoes. <laughs> You've affected yeah. that person. Wow. Wow. And so then, of mm. course, I asked the whole room to direct beautiful, loving thoughts to this person and then ask them how they feel. And then, the, uh, you know, they, they're happier, they're calmer. And the dousing rods open up as I'm walking toward them. So what this does is it shows that we're putting out positive and energy or negative energy constantly. And it can be felt by everybody around us. And you know, so what happens is our, our aura field, it pulls in as a protective shield with negative thoughts or actions are projected toward us. 
So, and you know, this happens well, when, you, you know, know maybe, so many, you, maybe you walk into a room and there's, you know, there's been yeah. an argument going yes, on in there and you yes. can feel the tension in the room. Yes, that's yes. the negative energy that you're feeling yes. that's flying all over that room. Yeah. And, Oh, I, I try went to, to the, help people become aware of that, that, yeah, you know, yeah, I went to the coast we, one time with some people and they were having marital problems and nothing was happening in front of me, but mm-hmm. it was just the most, it was the worst trip because yeah. it was, it was just so negative. There was not a crossword set in front of me, but I could feel the, you energy. could feel the energy. Yeah, and it exactly. was, it was just like, I'm ready to go. This is yeah. the worst trip to the ocean, which I love the ocean. So I I was wondering, I was just going to mention that in many cultures, um, you know, they have the Oho or the evil eye or, you know, right. Exactly. And and so that's essentially exactly where that's, you know, where that's coming from is that, you know, yeah, I remember in college, I had a sports car and Mm -hmm. it was a really cute sports car that my dad had get, had bought me. And, uh, I had stopped and got gas. And, uh, there was a guy and he pulled up and he, I went inside the little convenience store and he came back out. And by then I was done pumping gas and I tried to start my car and it wouldn't start. And he just started apologizing to me. (laughs) And he said, I'm so sorry. It's my fault. I was like, what? And he's like, I'm so sorry. I was admiring your car and I didn't tell you how much I liked it. And so, and so now, now your car won't start and it's my fault. And I'm so sorry. It's okay, guy. It's okay, but but there you go. So yeah, to I, to understand that we're constantly giving and receiving energy. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and that's how spirit connects with us as well. Yeah, through energy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I have several energy exercises, you know, mm-hmm. that I can give people to try, and um, you know, we're also affected by the planetary energies, and yeah, if you're. If you're feeling really emotional during this time, um, you know, Jupiter is in retrograde and Jupiter is all about processing old emotions mm-hmm. and healing. You know, always say we have all these planetary events, full moon, all the retrogrades, mm-hmm. et cetera, because mm-hmm. I think it's the divine's way of helping us clean up our mess and going deep, doing what I call the deep dive and going in and doing that work to let those things go so that you can move forward happily in life. And that's the way that I look at all the planetary events. So in your, in your uh, class that you were teaching, you, you, you were doing the dowsing rods and you were like being open and having, you know, everyone's there to, to grow. Mm-hmm. So if I go to Walmart, should I, should I live my life just being open, completely wide open or, or what, or what? No. <laughs> I'm okay. going to say so that no. Was safe. That was safe because you were having the class. Exactly. You, okay. Exactly. But what others fail to understand is, um, which I go into in my class is what I call daily spiritual maintenance, is that regardless of where I'm at or what I'm doing, which is this is something that I teach others, is that you've got to call in protection because okay. of the fact that there are lower energies out there that can affect you. And, you know, I started teaching it as daily spiritual maintenance, calling on, you know, whatever 
higher beings, you know, I say that for everyone, whatever high, higher beings that you work with, uh, my go-to guy is Archangel Michael. So I call on him to wrap me in his cloak of protection. I call on the golden light of Christ for total protection. So what this does is it protects me from the negative energies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Michael's also my gatekeeper. You know, we can go into so many different topics here uh, where I have asked Archangel Michael to be the person that keeps uh, spirits away from me mm-hmm. and not bombarding me. You know, I used to hear before I learned this, I used to hear them every time I went into Walmart, you know, <laughs> they want me to give this person a message or, and, really? and, and really? my whole thing is I don't give messages unless the person gives permission because I don't want to, um, oversee their free will because it's an all free will thing for me. And if somebody says, no, they don't want a message, then I'm not going to give them a message. You know, I very kindly say, I have someone in spirit here that, that really uh, has a message for you. Would you like to receive, are you open to receive it? Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to do anything against their free will. But Mm -hmm. once you, you learn these tricks of the trade, Michael's saying, um, Actually, I think they're tri- tricks for humanity that, you know, you're just like, and I, I've, it's like, how do I explain it? To me, in my mind's eye, what I see is that you're open, you're walking your spiritual path, you're connected with spirit, we all are, but you're communicating with them and you get these messages and a negative energy flies by and goes, ooh, energy, and just swarms down and pulls that energy because negativity feeds off a positive. And so that's why I think it's very important to ask mm. for some kind of protection uh, when mm-hmm. you're out and about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and maybe even in your own home. You know, mm-hmm. I cleanse my home after even relatives come. I cleanse my home <laughs> of all the <laughs> relatives, friends. I, I love them dearly, but as soon as they leave, it's like I open a window, I open a door, Archangel <laughs> Michael, please come in and remove any negative energies. Jophael, please get it all out from under the bed, out of the corners, because I don't, I don't want to feel those energies. So it's like, you know, okay, let's cleanse this space where some yeah. people go around saging. It's, you know, it's, yeah. it's a preference. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Well, I think Ben Franklin said, uh, fish and gas start to stink after three days. No comment. Well, Diane, I think we can wrap it up. Um, unless there's anything else that you, uh, want to share with us. Um, I, I just, I thank you so much. I've learned so much and, um, hopefully everybody else has. And I look forward to having you on the podcast uh, many, many times. Oh, um, thank there... you, sweetheart. Oh, gosh. just wonderful. Uh, is there anything you would like to share uh, before we sign off? Uh, no. It was just, you know, getting others to understand that they are energy and that they're putting off energy and they're yeah. receiving energy. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, I have so many exercises that people can try so that they can see it. I even have exercises they can try with a partner so they can see how oh. this works with each other. Well, if somebody wants to either have a reading with you or maybe go to one of your, I know everything, obviously, the, the 
the COVID pause button, but we're starting to come back now and, and uh, hopefully, you know, we can get this behind us. Um, and so I just thought of a kind of a neat question because COVID, do, do you think COVID energy is going to be left uh, for us to deal with? Or, I mean, clearly everything changes, everything, you have a different perspective and, and, uh, do you think that this is going to have a lasting, what, what's your take on that? Do you have a, a take on that? Well, I don't, haven't really thought about the energies of COVID other mm-hmm. than how they've been affecting us as a mass consciousness, yeah. you know, through yes. this, this pandemic. Exactly. exactly. Um, when <clears throat> COVID first started mm-hmm. showing its, its little head, um, you know, I asked my angels what was going on with this and what, Honestly, what I got is it would be the fall of 2022 before things were going to be back. What we called a normal, uh-huh. that Our this normal. was, yeah, this, mm-hmm. this was, you know, I think this was in my perspective and everything I've gotten from spirit, this was like the pause button hit by the divine yes. to get for us yes. to go in within ourselves. What's important to us? What are our priorities Mm -hmm. in life to get us Mm -hmm. back to the place of love and compassion? I mean, look, Mm -hmm. look at the world and all the love and compassion with people reaching out and helping each other. And, Mm -hmm. and uh, so, yeah, you know, that was my whole take on it was like, okay, I get it. It's a pause button because look, look at the shape the world was in before. And I see more love and compassion in people. So I, I know that that we're getting there. Uh, one thing that Archangel Michael is asking me right now uh, to reiterate to everyone is that everything's going to be okay. You know, we, mm-hmm. and the energies, when we were talking about the energies, you know, we're all born with the connection to spirit with our own spiritual team. And so the spiritual realm connects with all of us daily through energy. It always has. So my question is always to other people, are we paying attention or do we just brush it off as a weird coincidence? Right. And I think that's why COVID has been uh, so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, is that it's made you be still. Exactly. And that's why I say it was a pause button. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it made you be still instead of running around with activities, this and that, mm -hmm. you know, people got to sit down and spend time with their kids. Exactly. You know, and and things like that. So a lot of good. I know it was horrible, uh, but also a lot of good came out of it. And never in my life, you know, if you asked me five years ago, do you think there'd be ever a time when people, you know, can't go to stores and people, you know, just have to eat at home and people, you know, and all these things, you know, Mm -hmm. oh, how could that happen? And and not only here, but globally, you know, so it is a miracle in that way. Definitely. Um, so I'm sorry, I kind of started to close and then I came back again, but what (laughs) are your, what are your digits, your websites, your, how do people just rattle them off if they want to, uh, I'm on Facebook. I have angel navigation on a Facebook page that, uh, clients message me through or my profile page, Diane Morgan, that's D I A N N E Morgan. And then my website is www.dianemorgan.com. You know, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, there's just many ways, you know, 
it wasn't working with the website setting up appointments. So I just asked people message me on Facebook and, mm-hmm. you know, then we get on my calendar mm-hmm. and we get mm-hmm. them set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to close with guys, you know, everything is energy. It's, it's ever flowing. It never stops. It never tires. It's always there and it's all around you. Thank you, Diane. Thank you. And with that, I will bid a fond adieu to all my listeners and a special thank you to you, Diane. Thank you so oh, thank much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure, Gretchen. Thank you thank for the you. opportunity. Thank you. Peace and good, good blessings. Bye-bye. Blessings to you. Bye-bye.